Man, is it Wednesday, 8 o'clock already? I feel like we were just here. But you know what that means. It's Wednesday night, track chat with the most known unknowns. Kevin Samuels is the godfather of truth. Lamont is in the building, all right? And the alchemist himself, her son Stamps, and I am Coach Kyle. Man, it was another busy weekend in track and field. Uh, Oregon relays, it went down. Drake relays, it went down. There was a high performance meet in Florida. Florida and San Diego. And another one in San Diego. Yeah, so a lot, a lot, a lot we're going to try to cover. We're going to try to condense it because if you follow Lamont on Facebook, I think he did a tremendous job of breaking down performance by performance and meet by meet. But we're going to get right into it because we do want to cover a lot in a short period of time. Let's start with Oregon Relays. Let's start Let's start with what we all said in the group chat. Let's start from Trayvon Bromel. Almost looked like he false started. Man, I thought he false started too. <laughs> For the man to have God on his side, God is on his side, dog. That, yeah, that was God's work right there because ain't, ain't that, that was no human being start. That was legitimately God within him because – I haven't seen a start like that that wasn't called back. Honestly, I want to say since, and maybe this is a stretch, Ben Johnson. I just wish they would have had the um, no. uh, the, uh, the, the Maurice Lane rolling sixty start. When yeah. He broke the, yeah, when he broke the world record, but he came back and backed it up and yeah. ran the world record again. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I wish they would have had the blocks with the sensors on it so we could have seen what his reaction time was. Yeah, right. that, yeah that would have been something. It was but, um, close. But, um, you know, I had the uh, honor to get a text message from his coach, and then he called me. And let's just say his coach was not happy with the race. He <laughs> wasn't happy with the race at all. Why not? He wasn't happy. Okay, you know, you know, coaches. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of like Coach Holloway. Coach Holloway is never happy with Grant's races. If he he always grades him, listen, you're getting a B today. But I just ran thirteen on one. You're getting a B because there's always something that they that coaches see that us when we go into fan mode, you know, we don't see. You know, until we take a moment and we. We get out of that space and then we come back and then we put our coach's head back on. Then we look at it and we were like, okay, I see what he was talking about. So, you know, there was something that he saw that he didn't like. And, you know, his coach was like, yo, don't worry, I'm going to fix it. We're going to get it fixed. But the main thing is that he walked out of that meeting one piece and that was the blessing. And right. and you can't help, regardless of what side of the spectrum you on, you can't help but feel that man's energy and his passion and and his faith. Like that was the first time I ever heard somebody speak so highly of their faith and you can feel it through the TV, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, we all pulling for you, Trayvon, man. Go ahead and go ahead and walk the path that was laid for you, man. But all, all, all overall, man, that was a good race. He held off a, a great finisher, you know, like I, I was expecting Noah to come back on him, didn't. My guy, Emmanuel Matadi, a lot of people don't know this, but 
had I been the men's coach at Eastern Michigan, he was going to be at Eastern Michigan. That kid's a that, that that young man's a different animal, man. He's different, and I'm glad to watch his consistency, and I'm glad to watch his 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 progression. I'm glad that he's sticking with it. He's had a couple of coaching changes, and I'm glad that he found one area that he that he's at and it's working for him. So shout out to him, man, to you know to keep pushing. He already punched his ticket to the Tokyo Olympics, man. So I want to see him make the finals. All right. So what I was going to say about Trayvon um, was just. You can just look, you can tell there's load on him. Like I, I as I watched it, I was like, man, he's working really hard for that 1003. Like for when it when that ended up popping up across the screen, I was like, Yeah, you know, if Raina's doing what Raina does, you know, ain't we ain't peeling none of the onion layers back, man. So for it to be, you know, fifty-five degrees, cold, rainy, I take that. Um, but you could tell he just look, he wasn't like popping off the track just yet. So yeah. So before we got on air, bring bringing up re bringing up this question, kind of up for the debate because stamps you had kind of stepped away. Uh, I'm not sure if y'all uh, actually Lamont you put me on, but you know Ray Edwards he does you know his thing on YouTube he wild with it too, he's wild with it. But he made he made a legit uh, he made some legit points about Trayvon's race as far as this time of year. You know, this time of year, uh, him running with 1001, 1003 uh, is right where he needs to be versus these nine nines we're seeing coming out of Florida. So my question to you guys, just simply looking at his race and then looking at the other races, uh, what what do you say would be more impressive based off of how people look? Not the time itself, but how they look. Okay, I'm gonna keep it 100. I watched that video by Ray. I've known Ray for a long time. What y'all see is who he is. He's mm-hmm. been that way for decades. That ain't that. That's not for show. Sure. That's really him. Um, he made some valid points. Um, I'm, I'm not. I don't want to be the guy to question a meet, but. When you watch the performances there with certain athletes and then you see how they perform in other places, it validates what Ray is saying. You know, what you saw Trey, what you saw Trayvon did is basically what you would have seen had Mount Sack been around. Because normally when Mount Sack's around, you know, you Mo Green, then this is our era, Mo Green will open up 998 or he opened up 10 flat, you know. Then they get into then they get into the the the, the you know the, comp- the, the the excuse me the competition cycle, and then they start to peak and they start to they start to shorten up everything. They start to get more more uh more velocity on on whatever they're doing. Um, watching the race, yeah, technically he's far ahead of people than we think. He's way far ahead than we think. Now, Gatlin's exempt. Gatlin is exempt. Okay. I'm not even gonna play Gatlin like that. Look, regardless of how people may feel about the man, this and the third, listen, put some respect on the man's name. I'm not even gonna play. I'm not even gonna play with that man. That man gonna show up no matter what the track is. He's gonna show up. Okay. I'm just being just keeping one honey. He's he's earned the right for us to say that he's gonna show up. Because he he's yet not have not shown up, you know, to, to a meet and make the top three or whatever the case may be. So 
Um, to me, Tray to me, Trayvon in the U.S. right now is head and shoulders better than everybody right now, based on the breakdown. And when you go back and you watch it and you analyze what 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 Ray said, and then you put your own analytical hat on. He made a, he made some valid points. So right now he is Trayvon. Trayvon is is one of the favorites to make that team. Okay, stamps real quick uh, because we we've been keeping them relevant throughout the weeks. No allows now. No allows in that race used really well, but what is it going to take for him to make that team? Because he's made it clear he wants to double. He will be not on the hundred meter team. He's just, he's like he's like the male Allison Felix. He doesn't have in what I've seen the requisite violent murder psycho psychopath uh, a start that is required. You know, you put him next to so we're fans. You know, in this in this camp. And I'll throw out some of you guys. You know, we're fans of Ronnie Baker's great start, powerful guy. We're fans of Justin Gatlin, obviously, does what he does. Got Trayvon doing what he does. Um, and a host of other peoples that a host of other people that Noah can't run down no more. And if his start is gonna be the death of him, and he already knows that the start start is the death of him. You know, I, I just I can't see. I'll say it now. He got he he's there's no way he makes the team in the hundred. Mm. Wow. Um. Nine eighty six. Noah Lyles is gonna have to show up, and until he goes somewhere. I know Mount Sack is holding a meet next weekend, another high performance meet that's going to be televised. Um, but I don't think a lot of the guys from the deep east and the deep southeast is going to make the trek out to California. There's going to be a lot of people from Texas, Midwest, West that's going to make it make it out there. Um, ooh, until 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 I see back to back sub ten second races, yeah, he's going to be off the team. Cause this is this isn't him. Cause when he was running the hundred last year and the year before that, he was dropping sub tens like it was nothing. Now it looked like he's, you know, going through the mode. Now we don't know what Brahmin is doing. When Brahmin, when Brahmin strips you down, all of a sudden you dropping seconds off your off your times. So we don't know what's going on. But if we had if we had to pick a team right now, I don't see Noah Lyles making the team. I just don't see it happening. But we all could be wrong because we know the Olympic trials, anything can happen. Okay. So <clears throat> I want to bounce around just to stay on topic. Uh, Fred Curley, 991. Where'd that come from, Lamont? That came from Lamont, an evil you got place. Where'd it come from? That come from an evil place, bro. Listen to me. Bad that, 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 that's all bad. That's all bad intentions. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to go on record and I'm going to say this right now. And I'm trying to be as 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 professional as possible. Michael Norman's in. He's gonna have a problem. He's gonna have a problem because Fred Curley's getting better in everything else. And I'm gonna be. And once again, I'm gonna be fair. Disclaimer: We don't know what 
We don't know what's happening out there in Southern California. But that 44-67 that he ran, I wasn't impressed. I wasn't. I wasn't. Pause. Pause. What about yeah. what about when he dropped his hot time over the summer? To my last year when he dropped the 986? Yeah. Okay. Well, we have to give him credit regardless of what we may think that was going on down there with swirling winds that just so happened they didn't hit the wind gauge properly. Do you think he was really running though? Because remember, a year ago. Or was it two years ago? It was a world championship year because I was like, I don't think this ends well for him because he's just there's no way reason to open up that fast. Remember when he went really freaking fast when it on his opener? Right, but you also gotta remember that no matter what type of training you're doing, unless you're doing something that you normally do in the late summer, and I highly doubt Quincy Watts is doing that with him. When you're ready to go, man, you're ready to go. Right, you but 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 it looked like he was running measured because when Rye was right up on him, he's like, "Oh shit, he's too close. Let me let me." And then Rye was running. <laughs> Rye right. was running. That's what I'm saying. He was like playing a little bit. So y'all didn't peep that at all. I did. I I I, 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 mm, I, I don't know. I I, I, I thought you know, Sean A. When we get to the women's, I just have to say this because it's relevant to the conversation. Excuse me, relevant to the conversation. Sean A was chilling for 300, bro. That's the scary part. That entire 300 was afloat, and she worked hard the last hundred. That's it. I am. I am still. I'm still. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold judgment on on Michael Norman, like I said in my post. But going back to Fred Curley, him running 991. What he's doing is this. Okay. He understands that the two big dogs can run under 10 seconds. He is mimicking whatever Van Niekerk was doing and whatever Michael Norman was doing because he understands that I have to be able to run with these guys comfortably through the first 200. You know, without because if you watch some of his races, every time he'll run, even when he got to the big championships outside of outside of USA, it's because he knew who he was going up against. Now he's going to begin a bunch of guys that, you know, he got curb stomped in 2017. He going to begin a bunch of guys that he has, he has more experience with them. He's starting to understand that, yo, I got to be able to run just as fast as them because I have to be comfortable going 20.9, 20.8 through the 200 and not sacrifice the, the latter part of my race. So with him working on his 100 and for him to drop 991, did you see his start? He almost fell. That was the scary part about it. He almost fell, and he, he even said on his even said on his Instagram like, "Yo, I got to fix my start because I got the worst start in the world." But for him to be able to run nine ninety one, his mission is accomplished. If you follow him, he wanted to put together certain things in order for him to put together his total quarter, his total four hundred meters. So nine ninety one from him, especially the fact that we a lot of people didn't see it, but if you followed him, he's always been on every one of his four by ones. He in college, he's always yep. been on the four by ones in South Plains, A and M. He's been on the four by one, so that is something that he's capable of doing. And like Kyle yeah. said, and this this be our slogan: Sprinter, sprint. Right, sprinter, sprint. Yeah. Hey, man, is he with all these memes and videos of like if so and so was a person? Is he 
try me if you want to. If if if, if, if try me if you want to as a person, is that Fred Curley? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only one, the only one who I really think that has a, the only ones who I really think, and I'm just this is just out of respect. The only ones who I feel that can beat him is what is Van Niekirk, and I'm still curious to see how that coaching change is really going to pan out. Um, um, pause, because this is this is what I want to ask y'all. This is what I want to ask y'all, because essentially these are the big three right now. Norman, Wayne, Fred, right? Can we agree on right. that? Right. Early prediction. No, 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 no. Stephen Gardner. Don't forget, Stephen that's Gardner. four. So be four. All right, so four. Okay, that's cool. Early prediction, and we're free to change early prediction right now. Give me your order. How they going to finish? Um... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Gardner first. I'm gonna like, go like gold first. Yeah, gold. Yes, okay. I'm gonna go All Gardner right. first. Okay. I'm gonna go Curly second, and I'm gonna go Wade Van Niekerk only because of the coaching change. I'm gonna give him third. Okay. And then I'm giving Karani fourth. Yeah, I said it. But Karani could get a medal if he wants, because you know that's fam. Uh, <laughs> stamps. Uh, I actually like that, man. In all honesty, uh, just some different. I mean, Gardner, Gardner is if you were to pour a mold of what you want a quarter miler to look like, frame wise, stride length wise, just all that. And he's coming off of being the he was world champion in 2019, right? Who? Uh, Gardner. Yes. And you got that behind you. I'm gonna go Gardner first. Norman second. Curly third, Wade out of the metal runners. Wow. It's, wow. A, it's only surprising because of where y'all are putting the returning Olympic champ, which it is It is hard. It is hard to repeat in anything. Yeah. Well, but we all, we all know we've got coaching change, the ACL. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that four yeah. years, man. Yeah. He hasn't ran. Like, remember, his last full season was 2017. All right, that was his last well, full season. We we're gonna table that, and we're gonna see what happens with the upcoming weeks because we know it's it's about to get hot come May on the professional yeah. thing. So we know we got some some meets coming up, and so we're gonna see what happens there. All right, sticking with Oregon relays though, a little bit under the radar, but man, definitely the homies for us and the VFL. Y'all paid attention to what Tiana Bartoletta was doing out there. Yeah. So she won long jump, I think, the first night. What she jump? I don't remember. Like but, feet. Like yeah, it wasn't feet. it wasn't but it wasn't it wasn't anything to to write home about. However, a win is a win, but I also want to bring up what she run like 11 1? 11 30. And the final 11 30. Yeah. My she opinion. ran she, she ran yeah, the week before she ran 11 16. Okay. So, but again, we know some things are there. Okay. So as we are trying to keep our vets because this this may be one of those Olympic games like some of our like true vets it may be the last one all right mm -hmm. you keeping her in you canceling her out I know it's a tough question because I know how strong the relationships are but I gotta put you on the spot you count her in you count her out oh which event we talking about <laughs> I want let me go first with this one Lamont Okay. And Tiana, I think if, if you don't watch the show, I know Chuck does, and Chuck gonna tell you. 
-hmm. But because I know you do better, this is a backhanded way to push you where I think you're going to be because you're just resilient as you know what. Mm -hmm. I don't think you're going to make it. But I'd love to be proved wrong. Okay. So not in anything. Not in long. Not going to make the relay. Nope. Okay. I want, I want you to prove me wrong because you know those people out there exist. I love you. I love you, Chuck. Love you, T. But I, I want to add, I want to be that that little pour into the tank to just, ooh, so I can, I'll eat that crow seven days a week and three times on Sunday to see you shut them down uh, like Carl Lewis went out with the bang. And, and when he, I remember we go back to 96 and he didn't make the four by or he didn't make the hundred on his last jump. He did the same thing in the Olympic games on his last jump. He makes the team and then he goes and wins his last Olympics in the long jump in 96 as the vet vet on the last jump too. on the last um, jump. The last one. <laughs> All right, Lamont. All right. I already know if he's watching, he's going to make sure she gets my sound bite like he always do. She, I don't think she's gonna make the honey team. I'm just gonna call that a wrap right now. Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> Brittany Reese, who we're gonna talk about here in a few, Tara Davis, who is the odds on favorite to make the team, not win, but make the team. Mm -hmm. And I've said they, this had, they had a big PR this weekend, little right. windy, but. Right. Uh, and I and I'll say this, I'll say this right now. Tiana's best bet to making her third Olympic team will be in the long jump. So I'm gonna give her I, I'll give her a, a a fighting chance to go 10 rounds. You know what I mean? 10 rounds in boxing, even though it's only six. I'll give her a fighting chance to make the team in the long jump. She has no she has no chance in hell in the hundred. None. Okay. What about the relay, man? We talking about memes. Like she got one of the most most popular ones. Okay. She's got to find. She got to finish in was it top six? Is it six yeah. or is yeah. it four? Uh, yes, but I, I'm gonna go. On, I'm gonna go on record. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say this right now. If she makes the relay pool, she ain't gonna go. I'm just telling you what was told to me. Mm. That's bring. That's breaking news. If she right. makes it, All right. yeah, based on things that happened in 2017, she makes it. She's not going to run. Okay. All right. So let, I think I think she will, man. I'm I'm riding I'm riding with I'm riding with the vets this year. I think mm -hmm. they're they're going to be some Cinderella stories this year. Uh, we already we already putting our money on Gatlin. Uh, I don't know, man. Tiana, Tiana gonna surprise us. She she has that thing that we talk about off camera and on camera last week that we want some athletes to have. She has that, you know. So right time, right place. I think she's in in good hands. I think she's in the right hands. Uh, but we shall see. So we we definitely gonna follow that story as well. But sticking with the jumps. Ooh, out there in San Diego, Chula Vista, Chula yeah. Vista. They got they got busy out there, Miss mm -hmm. Orgy. All right. Speaking of speaking of a coaching change, all right. 
How about that coaching change? 1492. And 48 11 and a half. Big bro. I, I, you know what? I probably can get him on the show, man. Fish. Fish him, is the guru yeah. of gurus, dog. That's yeah. the guru right there, man. Yeah. I want to talk about that. And <laughs> it was not pretty. It was it wasn't pretty. No, yeah. no, no. It, and it wasn't a pretty jump. And I'm gonna be and I'm gonna be very transparent. I'm very limited in in my my visual being able to see technical flaws in the triple jump. But there was things that I was able to see based on what was taught to me by the two men on the panel and my goddaughter's father, who's the jump coach at Ohio State. There's things I was able to see like, oh, if they if they fix it, she's going to jump. She can jump 1530. She's yep. going to jump 1530. Yep. Yeah, and there's two. There's, there's now with her doing that, there's three legitimate women that have a chance at the at the. Uh, at the world record, the Colombian, uh, the girl from Venezuela, Rojas, and Miss Orgy. Oh, you forget somebody. Tori Franklin. Tori Franklin, don't don't sleep. What's, t- what's Tori's PR? She had the American record until <laughs> until a, 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 a broke. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but so. What I want to add, though, Lamont and Stamps, I'm glad you did bring up Jeremy Stamps, is the reason that all of his jumpers are doing so well is what he does. Lamont, I saw you put that tweet out on Patreon. Like, you wanted to see – you would love to see his strength and conditioning for his track and field athletes. Jeremy does some things, like strength and conditioning-wise or uh, any centric exercises for his jumpers that they're not textbook. You know, they're kind of out of this world, things you haven't seen before. But because his athletes go through those training regimens and we don't know the full scale of them, he'll only give us a piece, you know, at a time. But I can tell what he's doing in creating stiffness in their ligaments, in their joints. That's why she can have such not the prettiest sort of looking triple jump through the phases, but the way that her body is able to respond yeah, to those, re- to those forces that she's producing, that's that's why he's one of the best in, in my book because he understands how to recreate those forces and train them in a certain way while he's out there in Chula Vista. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I know Samson probably had like you know just more in depth one on one conversations with him. But let's bring up Brittany Reese, the uh, Breast, the Breast, have have Brittany, have Beast. Man, still one of my favorite jumpers. Like she was, uh, she's a little bit older than me, but I remember watching her at Ole Miss with the worst landing you ever wanted to see. It was like, it was like dipping your feet in the water and it's too cold and getting right on out. Like that's what it used to be. But she has come a long way. Oh, uh, but I want to bring up Brittany because she jumped well. But there's a there is a most known unknown coach, uh, that had two jumpers that did really well at that meet and that's Dwight Phillips all right and if you don't know that name we had him on the show like months 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 ago but a well-decorated jumper very dominant jumper during his time uh arguably second best American jumper behind Carl Lewis if we're if we're really looking at 
we're looking think, at titles, if we're looking at yeah, titles, yes. Exactly. That's what yeah. I was gonna say. Like if we're if we're looking at titles, he's number two. He without a doubt. Without a doubt. Uh, one of his young ladies, Chantel Malone, beat out Britney uh at her home track. And I believe his number two young lady was either like third or fourth. All right. Uh, and I think both jumped seven meters. I know Chantel jumped seven meters. And Jasmine Todd jumped well, too. I feel like she jumped about 22 feet. Yeah. So don't sleep. And Dwight is here in Atlanta. All right. Don't sleep on him. Uh, but that that gentleman, man, he knows some things. He knows what he's doing. He's giving me some tips. Not going to lie. Uh, that, again, because, Stamps, you and I, I know we talk, we talk a lot about what is textbook and was just slightly outside, you know, it, it may not be right to the T like the book may say, well, you need to do six to 10 and the white may do 11, you know, or he may do four or something like that. So he, he has some key things that he does, man, that I picked up on and that he's taught me and shown me that makes a lot of sense uh, in those jumps. So don't sleep on them. All right. Uh, now, for the long jump stamps, I want your early picks on the women's side just to make the team because we do, we do have these collisions jumping really, really well, but we we know we know the force that Brittany has behind her in a coach and within her. Who you, who you I, make, honestly, I, I would say Brittany. Uh, well, in no specific order. I'm not ready to do an order yet. Right. It's early. Brittany Reese is on the team. She finds a way. Um, I think, and, and she just hasn't opened up yet, but if she's gotten that much better than triple, Katura can long jump her ass off. So I think she's a threat to do both. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'd have to go with, And Jasmine Todd's made an or a world championship team before. Um, the top collegiate jumper, she oh, and and Tara Davis. Sorry, yeah, Tara Davis. Tara, Tara Davis. Yeah, that that's my three. All right, cool. Let's keep it moving. North Carolina, A and T, at the Drake Relays. All right, now before we get into it. It wasn't that Drake was just this high, high powered meat. You know, it wasn't it wasn't loaded with like your your top with 10 out of your top 25 teams or anything like that. Yeah. However, mm -hmm. Yeah. However, you know, they still took down uh where well, they still took it to a competitive Houston team, you know. So it essentially it was a great dual meet between Houston and North Carolina A and T. But AT was pretty dominant across the board, all right, and how they finished. And that says a lot uh, in a high power meet. So, Lamont, take the people through. Well, was able to do. well, shout out to my guy who's the meet director. He and I was at Iowa State together um, for, you know, getting, you know, getting Ross out there. And I pretty much know how it went. All AT had to do was get the tickets, everything else was covered. I know how, I know how they, I know how Blake does it. Um, they've done it for everybody over the years. Um, the fact that they went out there and 
dominated. Because here, here's the thing. A lot of teams, when they go to Drake, they get caught up in the fact that they're in the middle of Iowa. And then they lose their focus. Oh man, I can't wait to get back home. Blah 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 blah. And they start complaining about the. They start complaining about the the the, the weather. They start complaining about the food. They start complaining about. They always find something to complain about. My the the the, the thing that I appreciate and I watched was the laser focus of that team. Have you noticed that when when his team is at at meets, there's no playing around. There's no oh I'm doing selfies. No, have you noticed that? If you follow any of his, you follow any of his kids on Instagram. They don't do none of that at the hotel. They don't do none of that in in in, in the in the the meat bathroom. They don't do none of that stuff. They are locked in and they're ready to go. So going back to the races, they won the men's one ten hurdles. They won the women's hundred meter hurdles. They won the men's and women's hundred open. Okay, they barely lost. The men's four by one. Mm-hmm. They won the women's four by one. They won both four by fours. And shout out to Delisa McDuffie, my former athlete who anchored their four by four team and ran second leg on their women's four by one. What Ross did, Ross put his team in the position to where now people are paying for them to go out there and he is branding that school. Mm-hmm. He is and bringing he that school the Midwest. So any kid that's good in the Midwest that wants to come south now knows about North Carolina A&T. Ross is single-handedly, and maybe this is an over-exaggeration. You can people can take this for what it is. Ross is single-handedly putting the HBCUs back in back in contention to compete to get some of these kids. Okay, he is because now you can't use the whole well. We ain't got money to go nowhere. No. No, you know how much it costs to fly to Drake? Trust me, I know. I was trying to fly out of Des Moines many a times, and I couldn't because it was too damn expensive. Okay? Mm-hmm. They was somebody who went to Iowa State. We had to drive to Kansas City, Minneapolis, or Chicago in order to get or order to go home for the holidays. That's how expensive. That's how expensive them tickets were. You know what I'm saying? So for them to for them to invest in that AD to invest in that program, that but they're 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 competitive, they're competitive um um weekend. 302, 391, 336, uh, 439, you know, and the list goes on and on and on. And watching them run from the front, watching them hold off great teams, watching them battle. It didn't matter. The weather didn't matter. The competition didn't matter. They showed up, they showed out. Kudos to AT, man. Great. Here's, here's an added point to that from what I saw from that, man. <clears throat> What's the best way? That was the best way to have a dress rehearsal for a regional or national meet mm-hmm. without being at a regional or national meet. To go somewhere again, even though Drake wasn't what it was, it's still Drake, you know. And that's that's really what I remember from the days of running at Tennessee of going to pin relays. Like we really went there on a mission to try to come back with as many wheels, man, win as many races as possible because that was a place where you knew it was going to be very, very competitive, but you could essentially show your dominance or where you really stood up right. in the nation. 
So there are things that they don't you don't always have to run the sexy times, you know, or put up the best marks. But to be able and go into a meet that poised, that put together on both sides and walk away with so many wins, that's some good momentum that you got to have that I think can get lost in the sport as we always trying to chase performances. Right. All right? Even up for as individual as we can be, that's how you move as a unit. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I definitely try to teach my athletes day in and day out. I don't care if we go to the to the toilet bowl invitational. I want to walk away with as many like heats yeah. won or wins overall as possible because there's something to build off of. Yeah, I'll, I'll take y'all on a, uh, uh, my second year at FIU when we had that amazing outdoor schedule. We went to Texas Relays, got to experience that. And we knew that our four by two team was good, but then one of our girls like stepped off the sidewalk, messed her ankle up, and we just we kind of had to put one of our our little jumpers on there to just say, "Hey, just do whatever it is you can do, baby, and we'll love you for it." And we was toe to toe with Texas and Florida or whoever was out there. Florida wasn't out there that year, and I'll never forget that the announcer comes on and it's like, "It's Texas, Texas Tech." Florida International and you know we were right there with them through the third leg and then at the fourth leg we kind of you know we you know got walked on or whatever but the amount of emails that started to come scrolling in to the program from Texas kids was like damn y'all are in Miami and and y'all come to the Texas Relays, and and y'all were up there with them. Man, y'all just need a couple more people. Coaches was like, man, that was good work. Y'all just missing the leg. Like, people don't understand that when you're at a school that doesn't have a sexy name, when you go and perform at a high level, that really makes your task and your job in recruiting ten times easier. I, I agree. Munch, you good over there? All right. Yeah, I'm good, baby. Okay, I'm keeping it moving. So, for those that weren't able to to keep up with the news on the NCAA, they decided to not reinstate the 48, top 48 qualifiers for the East and West region. So it's going to be 32. It's going to stay at 32. Go. What's your timeout? We, we, we just going to forget about the LSU meet, dog. <laughs> nah, you know, all right, my bad, my bad, my we, bad. We, we, no, dude, no, you're right. You're meeting, right. That was the meeting you're of the right. weekend. No, 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 you're right. You're right, because we talked about it. Nah, and you know what? Let me, my bad, y'all. Let me run it back. The LSU, that was the alumni meet. Yes, alumni goal. The LSU alumni meet needs to become a huge relay meet. Needs to. Every single year, you see some of the fastest times run on that track year after year after year. My bad. So, start with the women's hurdles. It was a little windy, all right, but... Uh, I can't. I don't know the young lady's name from LSU, but she ran. Tonia Marshall. There you go. What was it twelve forty three? Twelve? Not like twelve fifty something. Twelve fifty something. No, I thought uh, like, Daniels. Daniels went twelve five. I mean, Tara Davis went twelve five. She went twelve sixty four. All right, well, I got mixed up. My bad. Yeah, she went twelve sixty four. Tara Davis. Who? Tara Davis. Yeah, that boy was wait. Tara Davis, who was my favorite to make the Olympic mm-hmm. team. Showed her butt at that meet. Let me tell you something. Let, 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 let me go down. Let me go down the line. Today. Yeah, you're right. And she did it out of lane eight or like lane nine or something. She was right. all by herself. Let me go down the list and then y'all can, y'all can touch on whatever you want to touch on. Okay. So Bryce Deadman, 
the yep. most disrespected quarter mile <laughs> because he can't catch a break. He ran 44-6 <laughs> and got blew out. Second. Right. He Noah Williams ran 44-30. He just missed breaking Derrick Bruce's 22-year-old school record. That's I, a I lot. Watched that, I watched that run with my own eyes. Yeah. So you got that. Okay. Then you got then you got Mr. Sticks and Stones, aka Terrence Lee, who refuses to run anything 20 point anything. Refuse. Like, imagine running 2008. Now, granted, now for all you environmentalists out here that's oh, what if we need it? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so you had a 2.4. That's barely noticeable. If anybody knows anything about the win, the 2.4, you don't even feel it. Okay. 20.8 would win any regular season college meet. That was a distant second. Second. You ever see 2008 to 198? It's a gap. It's a nice gap. There's some space and opportunity. Some space and opportunity between one and two. Okay, you got that. But the race that caught my eye, the race that really caught my eye, was the men's one ten hurdles. Okay, that kid from Alabama ran thirteen twenty eight. I didn't realize. I didn't realize his dad is on my Facebook page. He beat the he beat the guy who is the favorite to win, and then. The kid, the transfer from Oregon, ran 13-4. But then, let's also talk about Miss Tara Clark. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Because, hold up. Because you because you brought up Bama and you about to go mm-hmm. into the women's. Shout out to Coach Jit, okay, and the Alabama staff because their young lady is the first Alabama uh, female sprinter to go under 11 seconds in school history. Right. She broke. Oh, so wait a second. Wait a second. So just by some luck and stroke of coincidence, I know y'all you go with this. The year that Carmelita gets to Alabama, we have a hundred meter girl run under eleven seconds. Like there's not some transference of elite skill set or experience that I'm sure she's blessed. This young child with of the fastest woman alive. I'm just I mean, saying. I mean, of course, I mean, I mean, the mental aspect. People underestimate the power of the mental preparation. People underestimate that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've always said this because I've learned this from my coaches. This is, and you all can probably relate to this as well. At a certain point, at a certain point of the year, the haze in the barn. You're, you're kind I'm of dodging the question, though, Lamont. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Is it, is it unique or is it not unique? Listen, you're is not it about unique it. or is it not unique? Listen, there's a bear trap out here somewhere, and you're trying to have me walk into it. I'm not. Okay? <laughs> I know what you're up to. Not. Okay? I'm going to keep it where it is. Okay? Kyle, I'm not mean? about to get no angry text messages and phone calls from people saying that, yo, I spoke out of turn. I am, giving, I am giving the sprint coaches they're just do. No, 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 no. And and I I agree with you there, but it is it's a valid perspective that Stamps is offering to say it's coincidental. It's coincidental that that happened in which the same year that one of the fastest women to ever grace this planet is now coaching at that university. And she play and and like I said she plays a role in the success of this young woman, of this young woman. However, okay? Let's move on <laughs> because I know what Stamps is trying to do, and I'm, I'm not. I'm saying, not I, 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 I can't. I, I, 
Dog, Can I get a coincidental? Is it, is it at least coincidental? No, you stamps. He play. He plays favorites. You know why? It's, you know, because it's, no, 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 no. Because when it comes when it comes to Quincy out there in Southern Cal, he gives him his just due. Sure with does. Those, with with those quarter milers. Because he coaches the quarter milers. He coaches the four of them. Yeah, no, you don't give that sprint staff their just due. You give Quincy his just due. Like I said, y'all trying to set me up, and I'm not falling. I'm not falling for it today. We said, look, <laughs> it's paid. It's pay week. I get paid at the end of the week, so I'm happy. So y'all not about to set me up, okay? <laughs> to say something that you know good and go, damn go well. Ahead, finish, finish, finish the women's hundred, LSU man. Come on. Okay, so so the women's hundred. Um, Miss Aaliyah Hobbs, she's showing a level of consistency that that people better take notice. Yeah, better take notice. Look, we don't give Dennis Shaver his credit for what he has done in the women's hundred. There's undeniable. You cannot say that he is not the best collegiate hundred meter coach in college history, dude. His top ten. In order to make number, in order to make number ten, you gotta run eleven oh oh oh. Number nine is like ten ninety eight or something like that, bro. Like, like every year, every year he's gonna have somebody on the professional level, on the collegiate level, and then one of his collegiate girls running like I think eleven oh six something like that. And he has, I think she's Nigerian, oh Nigerian girl. So you know she gonna pop something come NCAA's. Okay, we have to give Dennis Shaver his credit. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think Makaya Briscoe is going to be the U.S. lead leg for the foreseeable future. The way she's running and the way she destroys lead legs, especially if you go back and watch her collision runs, she's going to probably be the lead leg for, for the foreseeable future. I can see it. Tiana um, 2.0 um, or next level, next level Tiana. Uh, you know what? Just to be petty, yeah. Cause I know, I know he gonna feel some kind of way when he hears well, this. Well, no, yeah. I'm just not next level. <laughs> like she's better, but I mean, she's gonna be the next. She's gonna be able to continue the dominance that Tiana created in that leg. Right, know. right. And so the U.S. is gonna be set up for uh, a long time. But I want to go back to them hurdles, man. Like, dude, that men hurdles race. If you saw the video, that was a competitive. It was a competitive preview to what's about to come. I want those three guys to finish the race at SECs and at nationals. I want them to make it to national. They got to get out of the first or second round. I want them to be competitive. I want them in lane four, five, and six. Okay. That is that was one of the better in-season hurdle races that I've ever seen. 1328. And the guy that lost me, he his PB for the years, 1322. And then the guy who got third ended up running the personal best of 1346. Yo, the 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 meat the meat is gonna get better. The better, the better these kids start performing, the faster the, the, the faster these kids are gonna run, the better the meat's gonna be, man. So I like it. I like what I'm seeing so far. That LSU alumni meet, man, that need to be on ESPN. That need to be televised. That thing need to be bigger. Like, well, it's funny you say that because I don't want to burn a roses on this, but I want to give my hats off to all streaming services, man. It was really cool to yeah. where on Saturday, like we had a block of the Drake relays and then the Oregon meet came back to back. We were able to watch track for like three and a half hours. That's not yeah. typically how yeah. it is. And I, it felt cool to say, man, this is my Saturday. Sit here, 
drink my beer, talk track, uh, talk track with y'all, go back and forth in our in our in our, our group chat and like feel normal. Like because it's a time of year, there's no football, basketball is over. Thank you, streaming services, for granting us our just due in some kind of way. Right. So before before we go back to the reinstate the 48, uh, sticking to the hurdles, we all saw a picture get posted from whom Lamont thought someone had tired. So does anyone, can anyone speak to their sources? Christy Castle is training, and she's with the hurdle mechanic himself. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Yep. Well, I guess Boogie's going to Tokyo with another person. (laughs) So so they came out of left field, Lamont. You you don't have no inside to that? What happened? Where did that come from? I haven't haven't reached out. And they say. I haven't reached out to the hurdle mechanic, but I will. And knowing him, he's gonna give me a smiling emoji with a doctor, with a with a with a, a doctor evil. He's he's up to something. He put it like this: Chris Chrissy wouldn't be in Texas if Boogie didn't think it could be done. Because Boogie keep it real with you. Listen, man, hang it up. You're done. Hang it up. She would not be in Texas. I want anybody to listen to me. She would not be in Texas if he didn't think it can be done. Now, mind you, everybody's running from two and three because Camacho Quinn's out for blood. All right. I don't know what well, the, well, I, she's not going USA though. She's going to oh, yeah, yeah, my bad. My bad. Yo, let me, let me rewind that. So, yeah. So, right now, when you got Christina Clemens, okay, you got Tonia Marshall. We don't know what's gonna happen with Brianna. Okay. Nia Ali's on the sabbatical. <laughs> okay. And so, you know, nobody knows what's gonna happen. So this is the perfect time to strike. And so you know, pause. man, this is this is how fake, this is how fake our boy David Pickett is. He said we late. Everybody else knew, but Lamont was the one that said she retired. He's supposed to be our main source guy. Right. See how David, our main source, see how our main source guy clown clown us, man. David, our main so. source guy don't tell us nothing. That's why he 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 be I'm gonna him off the logo. I'm gonna crop him out. <laughs> <laughs> you, Y'all know, <laughs> nah, but uh, according to Pick, she's been in Texas, so she just been laying low, but. Boogie knows what he what he's doing because he had her in no videos, he had her in no pictures until either today or yesterday, whenever it popped up on my timeline. No and, videos, uh, dancing none in the of videos, that. no drilling in the videos. She went to death row. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, one last thing, and we we'll jump back to the reinstate forty eight. Uh. It's a game of chess, not checkers, right? Mm. So when when are we going to when are we going to see that first matchup of Young Sid and Big Delilah? Not till the trials. Not till the trials, dude. You you missing you missing one other person. 
Did you say Shamir? Did you mention Shamir? Shamir with the two oh Shamir that dropped the two oh four. Two yeah. She's got a she's yeah. got a little Twitter a Twitter a Twitter uh kind of campaign going right now. We're talking about bring back the bow. <laughs> so she run with that bow in her hair. Dude. Uh, Shamir is gonna be a problem, dog. Like straight up and down. So uh, it ain't gonna be easy. It ain't gonna be easy for anybody. Them top three spots. I guess Ashley Spencer is probably the primed. And she ain't bad either, obviously, but that that third spot is going to be – there are going to be three women that run under 53 seconds to make the Olympic team. Listen, listen. With the Lilla is the boogie, Shamir is the Chris. All right, hold up. Did – because I didn't get to see Shamir's eight. Did she run it with or without the glasses? Don't know. Nobody saw they. We just saw the um the results. Cause there's a difference. Cause you need to you need to gamble on whether you're gonna take the Shamir with the glasses or without the glasses. She been running without the glasses, so I mean I assume it's without the then, glasses. Hey, then that's then that's the one you need to bet on. <laughs> wow. I'm serious. Yeah, yeah, I know. I I think outside the box. You didn't want to believe me with a move with move indoor. So if Shamir. Got the got the contacts in and she rolling like I got my contacts in right now. <laughs> Man, I'm super, I am super, I'm superstitious. I'm serious. You, I'm taking that. Listen, tell pick. We not worried about his 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 little boy his little boy crush. We not we not worried about we not worried about her Man. right now. So back yeah. to what I was saying. Back she, to what I was saying. She can't yeah. run. She can't run nothing when it matters anyway. <laughs> nah, yeah. we're, we're not we're not gonna even mention that name. Nah, right. right. So. Even, so, even at least Hannah got a mention. She don't even get no mention. Wow. Man, right, speaking of. No, 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 we're not going back. Can, 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 can we, can we, can we, can we wait, stay wait, wait, on wait, topic? Can we stay on topic, fellas? Can we, can, can I, can I, we can go, we can address that. We can address that. Hold on, we can, we can address that. Hold on, we can address that. But let me finish with the Shamir and, and, and what's going on here. I want y'all all to think about this for a second. Remember, who was the next great one coming out of college? It was Shamir because Shamir was doing things yeah. in college before Sydney. All yes. of them remember, Delilah didn't do that in college. Remember, Delilah was just a regular track athlete that made all American and woohoo, that was it. Mm -hmm. Or he even said it at most of his clinics that he took a that anyone took a fire on that girl. Okay, Shamir was that chick, she held the crown. Okay, as the next great four hundred hurdler, then here comes Sydney, and then here comes the little, the new, the the bionic woman, because that's what Boogie ended up turning her into. Chris and Boogie are brothers, not brothers in fraternal brothers like they're blood brothers, like they got the same mama and same daddy. They train the same, so Shamir is his Delilah. So this is why I'm trying to get everybody, everybody hyped for this race. You got two coaches who damn near train identically and, who, <clears throat> and who's had success in the open, whether the open quarter, the 200, the 100 meter hurdles, the, the 400 hurdles, who had success. Now he got his unicorn. He got his unicorn. Dude, listen to me. Sydney is with Bobby, who Bobby birthed all of them. <laughs> okay, Bobby birthed all of them. So you got Sydney and Sydney and Bobby Kersey. You got Shamir 
and Chris Johnson. And then you got the man who sits on the hurdle throne with the woman who sits on the hurdle throne. I want you all, I want you all to really, really, really think about what we are about to witness. Somebody's running under 52 seconds. 100%. Somebody is running under 52 seconds. Unless it's windy and just a bad weather day, just bad day. If the if the if the if the environment is right, and the environment's always gonna be right in the Olympics. I haven't seen a bad environment in the Olympics games ever. If the environment is right, weather's right, and that place is rocking the way it's supposed to rock, we are going to see women run under 52 seconds. We we might see a Beeman-esque moment. Now we go back to Hannah. Hannah Cunliffe. No, 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 no. I want to talk about. Man, man, shoot, forget the Olympics. They got to see each other at trials. Well, that's why I said trials is going to be where it's at. Yeah, right. they got to see each other at trials. Now, again, another early prediction. All right. Give me your order. Delilah, Sid the Kid, Shamir. Okay. Same. Same. Still, still very early. Now, back to Hannah. Okay, which I want to talk about. You know, I'm still. fine. I'm still riding when she ran eleven forty. She had a bad meet. I'm still riding with the. I'm still running with that girl. I'm not jumping off the bandwagon. No. How you gonna ride with her? You ain't gonna ride with Tiana. Listen, dang Chuck, you hear that? First off, first off, Tiana. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pump that break. Pump that breaks. One, Hannah is 25. Okay. Two. Oh, damn. Tiana, you old. Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to say the same thing to y'all that I said to Gatlin on here. Father Tom has a bad sense of humor. It sounds like Hannah ain't got no bullets, though. Okay. Okay. Cause right now she's she's third in the SoCon, bro. That, that, that you know what, and that, you know what, and that's fine, and that's fine. But you want to know what? She's gonna show up. I, I have faith in her, and I got faith in Raina. She's gonna show up when it matters. I feel, I feel it. I feel it. I'm not jumping off that bandwagon. So, I can eat. I eat that L. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride this. I'm gonna ride that L to that to, to that L says boom. Man. I'm gonna I, I eat it the, the dub or the L. I got to sit there and eat it. That's my that's my prediction. I'm going with I'm going with Hannah because, like I said, I like the fact I like the fact that she has so many things in front of her that's that 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 is in the way and she's trying to fight. Yeah, a lot so, of people. So, a lot so of people that ran faster. I got yeah, you're right. So let's do something fun for the fans. Let's do something fun for the fans. Something that that won't hurt any of us, but will be totally fun to just watch happen live. So when we get to the prediction point of where, and especially even just Hannah in particular, Kyle will allow me to, will, will, will appreciate this just a little bit because there's some sentiments associated with it. Uh, I, I like you to get a sweet onion, Lamont. <laughs> I like you to get a sweet onion. Just take two or three bites of it, dog. That's all I'm I want. First of all, I'm not online. Okay, we not doing that. We 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 not doing that cap. We not doing that cap of apple stuff. We not doing it. We not doing it. Okay, that's what we not gonna do. All right, that's what we not gonna do. All right. Oh man, simple. Look, listen, listen. I get it. Aaliyah Hobbs is letting it be known. You not keeping me off that team. 
You have to give the young girl down there in Florida, Shikari, her damn credit. Listen, 1072, 1075, she proved that 1075 was no fluke. In 2019, she came back and ran 1070. She was running 10, 8, 10, 9s all through the pandemic year. Okay. So she or we already said it, that she is a shoe-in to make the team. Okay. I am banking on, I am banking on mental, men, no, I'm banking on mental stability being stabilized by Raina and her being, her back being put into the corner and have to come out swinging. Man, you That's what I'm, bank, I'm, I'm banking on that. And I believe that she's going to come out swinging. I believe that she's going to do it. We didn't say 48, uh, please me. Man. <laughs> You know what? I'm not gonna even. She has no part of this conversation, but I was about to say something so disrespectful. Y'all so disrespectful, because you thought it. Okay. <laughs> no, nah, I, nah, I was gonna bring in a whole different person's name. Nah, nah, don't do that. Yeah, I'm saying it's another athlete. Like, nah, this. All right, man. You're gonna ride with them until the end. Yes. All right. <laughs> they didn't reinstate the 48. Okay, cool. My question is this: that I want us to to discuss uh, to discuss. Do you think that it's going to stay that way moving forward? Oh, ho, 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 ho. Sure now, we, talk, we, we talked about this, didn't we? Yeah, I sure hope not, man. I mean, that would be that that would obviously be the signal of, of them etching closer. You know what? I take it back. I'm expecting it to stay the same, and that just means we get to produce and promote. Uh, FCS level national invitational uh, for everybody that's going to be frozen out of that championship. We just put on the same weekend somewhere else. Get it going. That's what I'm on. All right. You want my take? Yep. My take is this. I knew they wasn't going to move it back to 48. I've been saying this for months. I was telling everybody, even though I was supporting the, the idea, because, yeah, you know, you want the kids to have an opportunity because of location, whatever the case may be. You know, everyone don't have the opportunity to run and then COVID protocols and whatever the case may be, blah, blah, blah. I get it. Which is another reason why I, I, I was I was I was so vocal about them moving the two rec the, the moving the meat from the two most reckless states that have the two most reckless governors. But that's a whole nother story. I'm not going to go there. Um. Do I think it's going to stay 32? Yeah. You want to know why? Because they're trying to weed out. They're trying to weed out the mid-majors. They're trying to weed out the mid-majors, bro. We all see, dude, they've been trying to do this from the minute everyone started seeing the ascension of Houston. And let me tell you something. And y'all all been championing this forever. Let AT walk up in there and walk out of there with one of them damn high ranking trophies. I guarantee that joint would, I guarantee after the meet's over, a week later, competition committee, everything's gonna, everything's gonna stay 32. They're gonna do everything in their power to keep that meet 32. But here's, here's the fighter in me, and Stamps, you can, you can relate to this, and Kyle, you can relate to this. You know what we gotta do? Well, not me, because I'm in Division Two as of right now. The rest of y'all that's in D1. You know what we gotta do? We gotta shut up and coach our kids up and take one of them spots in the third. You're right. In fact, I mean that's factual. We gotta coach them. We gotta we gotta coach some kids up. Like Ronnie Harrison, the spring coach at University of Oklahoma, said it. Stop, stop bitching. Coach your team up and take a thirty and take one of the thirty-two spots. 
It's that simple. Stop worrying now, about the weather. Stop worrying about the other stuff. Did he? Opportunity, go quick, out there, quick question, Lamont. Did, did Ronnie Harrison, did he say that while he was at Oklahoma? Did he say why he was at Portland State? He made the NCAA meet at Portland State. No, 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 no. I ain't saying that, but I'm saying when he made that. Oh, oh, like, no, no, he said this when he's at home, but he also has said that he never made excuses when he was at Portland. Yeah. He always had somebody at the no, national meet. I'm just asking for the people, you know, because yeah. because not saying that Ronnie would do it, but, you know, folks will talk. They might talk. I feel you. When they're at Oklahoma. They might not talk when they're at East Tennessee State. They might not talk when they're at Georgia State. You know? But even still. But even what's with our stance? Yeah, I've said it. I've said it at those conventions. And then even uh, what's our guy at, uh, at Jacksonville? Ron. Uh, Ron, I can't remember his last name all of a sudden. But, you know, he was one of the ones that got up and was like, you know, you guys. He had, Remember he had that run of like. He'd always have two or three girls that were like 13, 30 and over 21 feet and long jump and just, mm -hmm. you know, those speed power kids that always done really well at Jacksonville. So, I mean, he was a jet, Ron Jet. And, um, you know, it, that's all we got to do. We all have to see what happens where the dust settles at the end of this year and go back and coach our kids up, get them faster, get them stronger, find out more things to create types of uh, forces we need. Uh, to get the results we want. And more importantly, you know, um, I actually think that if they stayed at 32, recruiting changes. And here's how recruiting changes. A lot is going to change. You know what I'm saying? Now you're going to – the 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 price just went up. Our team I, – I would I told Coach, I'll have to spend more money and have less people so I can have – I'll have to go after a higher quality kind of kid. Um well, you know, for, for that to work for us. Well, and, on and top of that mean, going up, though, on top of that going up, and I ain't trying to start no fires, but we're going to see how much money a school like South Carolina is going to make should those type of changes start to happen. Because... I know what somebody like us will do, and that we're gonna campaign to say, you know what? We ain't gonna go over there. I'm gonna go over here, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna build, like I said, Houston does it indoor. We're gonna build this this uh, G5 Super 22 meet, and yeah. then so they charge it. Let, let, I'm saying, let it, let it happen. Let it happen. But but here's the deal. You have enough creative minds now, not even creative minds. You you have enough people that aren't afraid now to put some things together. But here's the deal. But here's the deal. Going back to y'all, look, you're gonna crash the party based on what you told us that you bringing in from. Oh yeah, I am. So so stamps already crashed the party. How many years have stamps mm -hmm. crashed the party? Stamps crashed the party. Okay, there was a golden blue uniform. Out in that NCAA final, if I'm not mistaken, and was one of the better ones. And that girl probably could have finished top three had she not got hurt going into that meet. And the fact that she made it around that track and made first team All-American and finished in the top six, that says a lot. You know what I'm saying? Y'all going to crash the party. So what I'm telling to every single coach that's watching this who's going to watch, listen to the replay and everything else, crash the party. Stop worrying about oh, the fact that I'm going to take an opportunity away from blah, blah. Because when you complain, your kids are going to see it, and that energy is going to go to the kids, and they're going to feel that they're hopeless. And that's going to lead into my don't debate me. I'm going to leave it right there. I, and what I also hope will happen is there will be some, some fundamental attrition 
at some of these schools because when you got the types of resources that some of these people have and they're going to be exposed, hopefully it creates the carousel that we're so anxiously awaiting this summer of the chairs that move. Bro, first off, let's let, let me let me let me hit the side Wow. Let me hit the side note real quick. Is it true Houston charges two thousand dollars per agenda to go to the indoor meet? They must have done it this year. Cause I we didn't go this year. We went last year. <laughs> oh my yo. Y'all good. Yeah, y'all got it. <laughs> yo, hey. it's it's grand, yo. Well, there you go. Nate, Nate, Nate said, yeah, it's two, it's two G's this year. Oh, well, well, look, mm. if it mean if it means anything, no month, you'll you'll get three rounds out of your uh your 60 races, though. I guess. And I get I, get, I and I get around the I get around of ass kicking from my ADs for yo. What what would you think? I'm telling, but no, <laughs> no, to be honest though, it is worth it. Mm. It is. Like no lie for for the thousand. I'm saying it's worth it because think about it like this, okay? I'll use I'll use these schools just for an example. Let's say you got a UCF, a USF, uh, East Tennessee State, North Carolina A and T, uh, a UAB, Georgia State, a Troy, Arkansas State, Texas State. Like you get those type of schools though. Versus, let's say we're all broken up and then we try to go to Texas Tech or Texas A and M. And we still have to spend a thousand dollars in a meet entry fee, right? Mm. Well, you give yourself a a bigger probability of getting more races in and still having good competition and mentally for your athletes, because you're gonna have some that gonna get caught up in the hype when they see a purple and gold jersey, you know, or a maroon and white jersey, that'll throw them off of their game. Or man, they walking in, man, that's a Leah Hobbs. Like, what I'm gonna do. Uh, when a Leah Hobbs step on the line versus, well, you know what? They kind of like on the same level we on. You still get a very competitive meet again with the probability of more opportunities to go through rounds. So there we go. Yeah, Nate, I, we were there in 20, uh, 2020. We we're in the COVID hit. Yeah, we were there in 2020. We weren't there this year. Um, but again, hopefully, hopefully it doesn't. I'm saying hopefully it doesn't come down to us within the NCAA. Now we're trying to battle each other. So I do understand that there, there are rumors that mid-majors have been trying to be pushed out. I don't want to believe it, but should it be true, I'm going to fight for the little man. We really all should. Mean. Yeah. We all should because yeah. it's exclusion. Like that's not – this that is a part of equality. Everyone should be equally allowed to compete if they qualify at your NCAA championships. All right, this is not this is not college football where they where their whole system is just weird. Where like the NCAA don't honestly they don't even recognize Division One football as NCAA football. Like think about it. How often when you watch an ESPN broadcast, how many how often do you see them say Alabama versus Alabama versus uh Texas? NCAA football. No, you don't see that. It's just college football, ESPN college football. But when you see North Dakota State for the South Dakota State, NCAA college football. So I, I don't want that exclusion, bro. I don't want that. I want to see. I want to see an A&T go in there and beat your, beat your snot box in, okay? I want to see – I want to see uh, – who was the other – I want to see a, a Northwestern State turn your TV off on the 4 by one okay? 
I want to see, I want to see East, East Tennessee close your curtains. All right. I want to see it all. all right, I want to see the little guy punch you, punch David, David and Goliath. I want to see David punch Goliath yeah. in the mouth and say, do something about it. Look down on him and say, I'm a linebacker. Let's go. Well, here's here's a here's a left field way of thinking about it, though, Lamont. Okay, I think stamps. I know you're gonna get me on this. Um, affirmative action, okay, allows some opportunities to happen that wouldn't normally happen, right? For people that may have been disadvantaged. Yeah. Okay. So. Essentially, if the sticking with the the reinstate forty eight, if we look at it from a place of affirmative action, like that, that is sort of a a handicap that some programs just need for their opportunity in order to really shine. If you think about it that way, so not to get too political and all this stuff. Do you really want to eliminate affirmative action? Oof. No. Sorry, I went too deep, but you know. Didn't, but no, because the minute that the minute the reason that was created is for so many obvious reasons of 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 discrimination and disenfranchisement, and you you eliminate it, then people don't have to be responsible for the decisions and choices they make when. We should. And so um, it's going to be very interesting. You know, it's just it's funny. You know, none of the other NCAA things were 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 made smaller. And of course, the most diverse. Like I just kind of see it. I I imagine convention takes place next year. I'm not sure if I'll be in the building or, or not, but I'd like to think that I will be. And. The shit show of that general session, because they did it behind our backs. Like, let's just let's not even mm-hmm. act like that didn't happen. And there are so many people that don't give a fuck that are gonna speak and talk in that line with the with you know Coach Burrell. And I know Burrell tried to to fight us and help and, and do do what he could do, but it's like that general session is gonna be live. I'm I'm I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah. All right. Well, man, let's keep it moving. <clears throat> so, stamps you up, man. Reality check. What you got for us this week? Ooh. Um, as we're all approaching the championship time, uh, I think it, it, it's pertinent to talk about. I actually uh, decided to go off of what I spoke to uh, KY about earlier today. Um, we got to continue to educate the young people that are coming into our programs, what their role is, maybe till they're blue in the face. Um, You know, a a track and field coach, a director of track and field, a head coach, uh, an assistant coach over an event group, you know, has pitched a particular vision and and visual to the director of track and field. If if you're an assistant, you know, like myself, um, you guys are the visionaries of your programs and you hire your assistant coaches to carry out your vision. So when we talk about vision, I think the reality check kind of moment today is 
because these kids come from the here and now generation of self-documentation and everything has to be reported and 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 this false sense of of good that we've really got to sit our young people down and say, listen, you're the extras and the actors and actresses in the movie I'm trying to produce, in the movie I'm trying to direct. So when I need you to stand over here and do this, you need to do that. When I need you to be over here and do this, you need to do that. If I say shave your head, you know, as a director to my actress, because the audition is the recruiting process. You got to jump through the hoops that you had to jump through, be the type of fit that we need to come into the movie making process so we can mold you into the character we ultimately want to make our movie pop. So the reason that there's a lot of like cuts of movies or there's an editing room, hmm. that's what coaching is. I, 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 I've, I'm rebranding myself. I'm rebirthing myself. I don't want to be called coach stamps no more. I want to be the alchemist artist and I'm going to change my Instagram handle right when I get off this show. Don't call me coach no more. Because at the end of the day, what we're typically doing on a daily basis is is molding life in in present form, because one person you have to talk this to this next person, you got to say that to you can't get something that you need out of this person till you cuss them all the way out. Then you ultimately have to ignore this person. And this all happens within the same 45 minutes for you to get what it is you need to get. You know, so if you got an acting coach to help you become better at creating characters or learning dialect or dialogue or accents. The same thing has to happen in triple jump drills or throwing a shot put or jumping over a high jump bar and you coming to us as a blank of a slate as you can. So we could paint you an image of what you ultimately and visually see for yourself but what you guys as a generation have to ultimately do is be is be still and be molded and be clay, not rigid and fixed, because when you're rigid and fixed, you break a lot easier. And there's nothing more infuriating on the coaches end when there's a person that said all the right things during the recruiting process. And then you they come into your program, into your fold, into your family. And they tell you how you're supposed to do the job that you know you're capable, able, willing, and educated to do. So in closing, um, play your part. Play your role. Do your job. Help the coach. Success, success is a shared responsibility. And if your responsibility is to get a little bit more sleep, drink some water, hydrate, do less than more on days that you get to rest, do that. Because at the end of the day, the only person that's going to be upset at your performance or lack thereof is you. That's the reality check for stamps. All right, man. I like the metaphor of using uh, the movie and director, executive, produ the executive producers, and, and so forth. All so right, many man. parts, right? So many parts to, to make mm -hmm. a movie come to life. And that's just what, what we have within our program. You got part-time part-time staff, full-time staff, volunteer staff, all of those people are the people that go under. Remember, whenever a movie goes off, who go first? Mm -hmm. The director. And then everybody else scroll up.
All right, Lamont, man. Every single week, my mama asks me, what are you going to talk about this week? What are you going <laughs> to get into this week? Don't debate me on this. <clears throat> with every ounce of my being, with every vein in my body, every nerve ending, every morning waste, I hate everything about the transfer portal and what it's done to college athletics. Hmm. I'm going to give you all a prime example. There are 350 NCAA Division I men's basketball programs. There are 32 that are making the transition from Division II to Division I. There are over 1,100 basketball players in the transfer portal. That's just basketball. But we can attach that to all the other sports. People can hate me. People can be upset with me right now. Honestly, I don't care. The transfer portal has weakened the student athlete. Mm. There was an incident, and I know we can't really mention athletes' names, but this is in this individuals in another sport, not in our sport, another sport. He got chewed out by his coaches and his teammates because they're trying to set a culture of winning. This has recently happened because he was slumped in his chair. You know those nice cushy chairs that certain programs get because they spend billions of dollars just to upgrade their facilities? Yeah, he slumped in the chair. The coach said, hey, need you to sit up. His teammates said, yo, sit up. We don't do that here. You know this kid entered the transfer portal because he got called out by his teammates? Come on, I don't like the environment because I'm a grown man. I can do what I want. Not to mention just the suckership that has been formulated in the realms of college athletics because it started it because everyone in them seven on seven kids, which I think is BS, them AAU tournament uh, teams, which I think is, is toxic, taught these kids nothing because they were handed everything. They were handed everything. 1,100 plus basketball players in the transfer portal, bro. And then when you sit back and you ask me, yo, why are you transferring? They give you some, 90% of the time you don't even listen. You don't even listen because it's BS. So basically what you're saying is you couldn't beat out the guy for the starting position. You couldn't wait your turn. So you're going to leave to an easier path. So we're not teaching our kids no hard work anymore. That's what we're doing on the grassroots level. Stamps talked about that in one of our episodes many months ago. The grassroots level is being is being is being torched with with toxicity and in every other type of negative growth serum, and is and is feeding into our sports in the, on the college level. What ever happened to hard work? What ever happened to competing? Now I get, it. I, I get it. I, 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 I get it. If 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 you are a quarterback, okay. 
Now, Matt Jones from Alabama, he's 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 a completely different entity. Now, he's a real man because he was behind a second-round pick and a first-round pick, and he stayed there. Now he's about to be the number three pick because he stayed there. He was a man. Ben Davis, who was the number one linebacker coming out of high school, he didn't get any playing time. He finished his degree. He finished his degree. He rolled the Alabama way. He learned how to become a man. Then he went to the University of Texas. I got no problem with that. But all this, I'm leaving because I'm not being handed a spot. I'm not being handed a spot. Not because you're not working, because you're not being handed a spot. And then let's talk about track and field. The, um, the transfer portal is killing the mid-majors. Understand something. That school didn't want you. They didn't want you. But I'm going to use an example. University of Kent State. Kent State wanted you. You were the 49-97, 400-meter runner. You would have got butt-naked second Against Shawnee Miller last Saturday. You was nothing. You was a consistent 50-point second quarter mile. These people gave you an opportunity, built you up, got you to drop four seconds. Now you're running 46. Now you want to transfer to a school that never wanted you in the beginning? I hate the transfer portal. For mm. me, I think there needs to be there needs to be some kind of protection for the mid-majors, and then and they need to revisit. They need to revisit how that transfer portal is being operated and utilized. 1,100 basketball players in the transfer portal. That is insane. Okay? It's okay to tell the kids, no, you can't. You No, you can't leave. You've got to earn your spot. It's okay to make them actually work. It's, it's okay, coaches, administrators. Hi, how you doing? It, it's okay to let your coaches coach them hard and let them work for something. Okay? Make them work. Yeah. Let me let me ask you something, Lamont. Um, I, I think what you're saying is valid, but if if they want to leave, why you want to make them stay? Okay, here's the deal: if they want to leave, any and, and 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 that's the that's the type of one of the arguments that I get into a lot of people. Like, well, if why would you want to keep them? My thing is, I'm talking strictly about those who are unwilling to work, who are who comes in the superstar who comes in. Like, let's use Alabama. Alabama get all them five star, four star recruits. Okay, you know what you sign up for, but the minute a coach doesn't pick you to start over a a a, a Minka Fitzpatrick, oh, well, the coach is hating on me. I'm gonna leave. You're not gonna work hard. You're not just going to say, do it, let me get better, let me earn my playing time. No. We watched it with Blake Barrett, who was the quarterback, who he's the starting quarterback. He stunk up the joint versus USC. Jalen Hurts came in, put 55 points on, on USC, and then he got relegated to second string. But but Coach Saban played him in the first half in the second in the second game to give him another chance. So instead of him sitting there trying to, you know, battle, 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 as soon as he realized he wasn't going to get the starting job, the dude found some loophole in the NCAA, which is brilliant, by the way. I give him credit for that. He found some loophole. It's where he didn't lose his year, and he left, and he left because he could be because he didn't want to work to take. And we all know that Blake Barrett was a better thrower than the of the ball than Jalen Hurts was at that time. You could easily beat him out, but he didn't want to work. Why? Because he's another one of those kids that was handed everything. So basically, what I'm saying is this: grassroots levels teach these kids how to work. And if they got a trip because they got a sick parent, homesick. But if there's an academic situation where it's not feasible for them to be to be in a better academic space and need someplace that got more resources, I have no problem with that. So you saying you saying grassroots like youth sports? Yeah, like start from the youth. Like start teaching them 
what it means to say, yo, I'm not going to hand you the starting spot because you because you was the number one guy in your city. No, I'm going to make you work. That's all I'm saying. I want you to work because, remember, these same kids are going out into the real world. And they're not gonna get and, and, and they're not gonna get handed anything. Sports is the number one thing. Remember, we came up, they said it taught us how to handle life. One reason why we were so successful getting jobs, because we was able to compete. So anytime we walk to a job interview, even right now, when I go into a job interview, I know for a fact if I go first, you ain't getting the job. If I go last, they're gonna forget about you because I was such a competitor. You know what I'm saying? I was gonna, I was gonna, I'm gonna make them, I'm gonna make them pick me because I'm gonna work my butt off. I'm gonna give all the information I need to give them. I'm gonna have Everything that I need in line will have a great presentation. But none of these kids don't want to work anymore. They just want to be handed. So NCAA, I know y'all not going to listen to this. Try to clean up this transfer portal because it's getting out of control. And save the mid-major schools because mid-major schools are going to get hit the worst. Okay? Now, all you coaches on here who listen to this, you ain't got to, you ain't got to like what I just said. Oh, well, too bad. So sad. Don't debate me. Don't at me. You try to come for the king, you best not miss. And all y'all got badass aim, so I'm not worried. I, I definitely want to debate you, but I'm not. I'm a. I'm a let it. Yeah, I'm a let it I be. Do, but it's it. Mm. Yeah, I'm a. I'm a let them. I'm a let you have this one. But I definitely we gonna we gonna come back to that one. That's all good. You know we yeah, can. We gonna we gonna come back to that one. All right, man. Let's give out these roses because we are approaching like an hour and a half. We at one twenty. We at one twenty nine. Uh, oh, Mike, you go. Yeah, who's gonna be emotional? You won't be emotional. Y'all gotta go last. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm super short. Okay, so uh, I'm going first. Uh, I'm giving my roses to our guy, Mark Sylvester. Just outfitted the entire crew uh, with a pair of ASIC shoes. I'll send you guys a picture. Uh, they'll be at my crib on Tuesday. I'll get them to you guys at the end of the week. You're my brother from another mother. Thank you, uh, Mark Sylvester, the team ASICs out there. Maybe ASICs might become our sponsor. I know we got a lot of guys with Nike love and and different types of love, but you know, hey, this is for the show, so we gotta we gotta re- respect and represent those that did for us before nobody else did. All right, real, real. We got a quick question, I, and I'll go ahead and throw it out as my boy E Wells. How long do you think uh, Coach Ross is gonna be at A and T before the before one of the big dogs try to pull him away? I ain't touching that one. I'm leaving that one alone. How many years? I mean, it, I mean, it all depends on what he does at this NCAA championship. I mean, he's making a lot of noise, man. I mean, right. you know, I mean, he has earned the right to break the bank. He yeah. has earned the right, and oh. he deserves it. I think, I think we table that because I think that becomes a part of the discussion mm-hmm. as to how mid majors are still getting attacked. Like mid majors get attacked that way, and it sucks because we do want to elevate. Right. But at the same time, it's a way for a bigger program to kind of. So, and, you know, and that's one of those jobs to where if and when he leaves, they better make sure they got the right person because you got some big shoes. To yeah, I ain't going, yeah, I ain't going behind that, man. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> All right. I'm good. Um, what? You emotional or you good this week? Nah, I'm good. No, we good, man. So I'm giving my roses to one of the godfathers of track and field, Mr. Brooks Johnson. Okay, if y'all don't know who Brooks is, Brooks is one of the most highly successful coaches in U.S. history, not just collegiate history, but internationally. Um, He holds a pack of call every weekend and he teaches all the young coaches what to really look for without using all the big terminologies that, you know, people try to 
wow us with these big words stuff like that no he'll tell you shut the f up and and keep it simple like literally tell you shut the shut the f up and keep it simple okay this is what it means this and the third boom 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 he he has taught he taught me in the first time i met him he taught me about you know leg stiffness you know deep muscle strength and things of that nature he taught me a lot of that stuff and when it's time to get checked, he'll check me, but then he'll let me know I still love you. Whatever the case may be, he is a he is a va- he's a valuable asset to all coaches, and not just not just all coaches, but to black coaches as well, male, female. He doesn't give a damn what you are. If you want to learn, he's gonna take his time. He's gonna give you as much time as you need, and he's gonna teach you about track and field life and everything in between. You know, you gotta remember, he also had the American record holding the hurdles. He coached Justin Gatlin. He had Xavier Carter. He had a lot of these guys. I mean, it goes back to when he was at Stanford, Florida. He had a lot of great people that he coached. He's one of the great all-time coaches who I believe is in the uh, Hall of Fame. He, he's in our, our USTF, CCCA Hall of Fame, and uh, he's one of the better people, and you got to take him for what he is. And when you take it for what he is, you're going to love him even more. So my rose is going to coach Brooks Johnson. He is a national treasure. Yes. You ain't you ain't giving them out to uh, – you mentioned uh, Coach Weeks and someone else, man, on Facebook. I think they did some of their conference championship. My, my – my, okay, so, yes, the second set of roses, the second set of roses, Coach Weeks and Coach China Davis. Yeah, yeah, Coach These Davis. ladies won their conference championships – they did their thing. They got national qualifiers. Coach Weeks got one of the top 400 meter runners in the country. But for matter of fact, I think he's the, if you take Trevor Bassett out here, I think he's number one. Okay. You got him. And then, you know, she got the young girl that transferred from Payne College. She's one of the top 200 meter, 100, 200 meter runners in the country. Um, Wait, but where did she end up there? Uh, Payne College shut their whole entire athletic program down. So the, tra- the transfer portal works in that case. Yeah, so but the, they shut the whole program down. I know. I was asking. I, I wasn't yeah. sure. Yeah, the whole program, the whole athletic program, got shut down at Payne College. They almost closed the school down. So, okay. so her and then and then Coach Weeks, man, with Xavier, the HBCU down in New Orleans. You know, a lot of people. I don't think a lot of people notice, but her and I, we talk quite often. You know, I, she leans on me for a lot of advice. I lean on her. Um, we we you know we create a great friendship and a great bond, man. And to watch her be successful and, you know, for her to call me to help her calm her down, <laughs> go figure. <laughs> I'm the hype one. I got to call, I got to calm her down sometimes. Um, just watching them successfully win these titles, man. It's, it's great. And, you know, I'm all for that. I'm all for that young coaches, women movement, man. They earned it. They deserve it. And uh, my roses go to y'all two young ladies. Keep doing y'all thing, man. We love y'all. I bet I ain't know, but uh, they just said Evander got a got a kid in the top ten in the hundred at D three. Evander keeps him a hundred meter runner, by the way, he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to E Wells. Uh, I got a couple of roses to give out, but I'm gonna make mine pretty easy. Not not too emotional. Uh, I'm giving mine to the city of Memphis, man. So I was able to take a quick uh, off weekend vacation home last weekend. Major reset button because I have a busy month ahead of me. A busy summer ahead of me, so I, I got a lot of clarity and everything. First, I'm gonna start with rest in peace. He's actually my great uncle, my uncle George on my father's side. Uh, funny guy, funny guy. He's one of those uncles like you could drink and shoot dice with him. That's what he would do with all his nieces and nephews on the holidays. Uh, and man, he was tall too. So, funny thing about my daddy's side, like 
all the men like over six feet, but you know, I did not get blessed with that gene, but he passed <laughs> over the weekend. But man, I mean, I just had a beautiful time. I was able to take my mother uh, shopping for Mother's Day because on the fence, because uh, based off of, con you know, conferences coming up, so we may or may not have practice on Sunday, depending on how the week goes. Uh, but it's always, I noticed this time though, it is always something about going home that allows you to like really reset and be like get back centered. I guess there's, you know, aligning your chakras or whatever. I ain't into all of that. But uh, I was able to experience that this weekend in Memphis. Uh, I really noticed it now that I've been able to kind of experience Memphis more from a tourist side. Memphis is really becoming a, a, a beautiful city again that I can appreciate and be out in. So. Shout out to my hometown and rest in peace to my great uncle, man. Uh, Ewell said he got a top 2400 meter girl, too. All right, Ewell said he doing some coaching up there. So, yeah, y'all better take note. D3, head coach. Uh, but, man, other than that, it's been a great show. I think this has been one of the longest ones we've ever done. Everybody stay on when we get off real quick. Just a uh, quick something for y'all. I got you. So, uh, another great week, another long, great talk with you guys and everyone else we appreciate everyone's support uh it's been another track chat with the most known unknowns y'all make sure y'all get on youtube and ig and check out kevin samuels if you have not because that man is dropping gems but the alchemist renaming himself like he's prince to what's your new name gonna be i'm gonna just go i'm gonna just Cause I think I'm the alchemist coach on there. I'm going to just go the alchemist. I'm not going to put the alchemist. Right. Or something. So he's going to change his name to just the alchemist. We got Lamont Johnson. I am coach Kyle. We love y'all. I love y'all. We'll see y'all next week. And we out.